We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. I'm coming in Welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio, Douglas Mackey. How many of you know who Douglas Mackey is? You know who Douglas Mackey is? I'm going to tell you who Douglas Mackey is. Douglas Mackey has been charged by the Department of Justice because he posted some memes. Yeah, you heard that right. I'm going to read what he said. I'm going to read the post. Avoid the line. Vote from home. Text Hillary to 59925. Yeah, I'm with her. Go Hillary. That was the meme. What? <laughs> that was the meme. There's one with a black woman and one that looks like she's a Latina. And it's in Spanish. So watch this. The Department of Justice said that he merits a prison sentence of up to 10 years. For violation, I'm sure you've heard this violation, this code violation before. 18 U.S. Code 241, the law which concerns conspiracy against rights. It is a subset of the Enforcement Act of 1871, better known as the, you guessed it, the Ku Klux Klan Act. I recall that there's another somebody that's being charged with that as well. Douglas Mackey was sentenced to seven months in jail for that. I said it, I've said it on this show many times because I really believe in this statement. It's not about the man who said it. It's about the statement. They're not after me. They're after you. I'm just standing in the way. With that said, I'm pleased to be joined by the prosecutor himself filling in for the troublemaker, Dennis Rebelletti. John, thank you for having me. And Verlon, if you're listening, thank you for letting me uh, sit uh, <laughs> over here riding shotgun with John. <laughs> and we have a, a blast from the past. Somebody who gave up on the show. I, if you watch the intro video that I did on, on, on Facebook, I talked about her. Kay Winding. Uh, where's your mic? Get your mic. I did not give up on the show. Get close to the mic. Yes, oh, oh, to, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll fix it during the break. Just thank you. Get closer. Yeah, um, yeah. You gave up on us. No, I did not. No, I. Did uh, not. You haven't been here. Uh, oh, what, almost two years, I believe. 
COVID happened. Uh-huh. You got Have scared. Have I been here? Did I come after COVID? No. No, I didn't get Oh, it's been longer than that then. See? Oh, <laughs> tell on yourself. No, I thought I, I thought I came. Yeah. Myself and Patrick Brutus. Yeah, that's been Patrick. And you been kicked us to the car for, for now. No, Valon's been on there Valon, since, Valon, ever Valon, since Charles sorry. Love left. It's been me and Valon. Right, but you ca- he came and then you kicked us to the curb. Well, you know, no, I don't. No, you, you see. So we were abandoned. We were neglected. See these Chicago Democrats. Just like I am not a Democrat, <laughs> and I was about to say, you're treating us like the Democrat. You're acting like the Democratic uh, Party. <laughs> uh, Dennis, I, I brought K on because K is in the in in the mix with everything that's happening with the immigrant crisis in Chicago. Would you tell us really quickly about what you're doing. So what we have been doing, I work with a couple of groups. I am one of the original founders of a group called the Black Community Collaborative. Um, one of our members currently have a lawsuit against the city of Chicago. She, she and her neighbors, it's a South Shore lawsuit. I also work with um, the same group on the educational piece. Uh, there are some issues that are on the rise when it comes to the migrants and our uh, black children that are in Chicago public school. As you all know, they just came out saying that black children uh, proficiency skills are low. So these are issues that, you know, we're trying to figure out if things are so bad, why will you pal? And I'm trying not to use a profanity, right? But why would you pal more on top of more on top of more? I also work with the Black Voters Project. I am one of the founders there. And we're working on some things. We are working with an organization called the Numbers USA Group. Mm -hmm. And so for those that are familiar, it is a nonpartisan, non-for-profit. It's been on the forefront of advocating for sensible immigration policies by fostering constructive dialogue and advocating for balanced immigration systems. Mm -hmm. So... With this group, as well as the Black Voters Project, we're pretty much on the same page. Right. So we're trying to get some things done. Um, for those of you that are interested, you can go to our page. It is the BlackAmericanVotersProject.org. Um, we have volunteer um, efforts and opportunities. If you want to support financially, you could do that, too. We're just trying to get the job done. Oh, cool. Dennis Kay and I went to high school together. Not together. Well, not to, well. We we we. He's way older. Right. Than yeah. I. Oh, I, I was yeah. gonna say. I didn't, I didn't she see. went to the V. Right. What I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Come we're on. alumni. We're right. alumni. Well, I, 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 that, that makes more sense to me. So I'm Hall of Fame there, though. You're who? I'm in the Hall of Fame. Is that in your own mind, John? Or no, or? seriously. They did a whole thing, God. I, I think I, they removed I got that in, wall. I got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Prosecutor. Yes, sir. Let's go back to this Douglas Mackey. You ever, th- you ever thought the day would come when a person would be charged under the Ku Klux Klan Act and have pretty much their whole entire First Amendment right violated? Well, no, but in today's world, yes. And that's the unfortunate part, is that we're basing prosecutions off of things that were designed to keep insurrectionists, John, like people from the Confederacy that were trying to overthrow the United States of America um, over 160 years ago, trying to keep them off of ballots. And now you see when if a a prosecutor works hard enough and spends enough time to focus on one person, I can't 
imagine the number of people that have posted things that could have got them in just as much trouble, Kathy, if not more. Kathy Lee Griffin, uh, chopped off head of a sitting president. Right. <clears throat> but the fact that you directed people somewhere, what does that even mean? Right. Uh, the House Democrats and the number of elections against me would buy every um, domain name so that if you ran my name, it would go to the House Democrat organization, either attacking me or celebrating my opponent. So is that somehow a violation of Voting Rights Act and, and, right. and people's opportunity to... Sounds like election interference to me. It, it does, but again, it just depends on who decides what election interference exactly. is, and that's the problem. And so here's where we find ourselves, John, and, and we find ourselves in a terrible spot uh, in today's world. Right. Okay, what do you think about that? Um, it's a load of... <laughs> don't, hey, listen, don't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but But... Why are we even surprised? I mean, sorry, hate to bring this up, and I'm not trying to step on anyone's toes, but Kyrie Irving, all he did yeah. was post right. about a movie. A right. movie. He just posted right. the didn't movie. Say he didn't say anything. He didn't give it any type of. It was good. It was bad. He just posted it, and they tried to destroy yeah. that black man's yeah. career. Yeah, they did. Right? Oh, they did. So, I mean, this whole insertion thing. How was that? Right. In his search in January 6th. But yet last week, and this is no no shade to the Palestinian people. I get it. I understand. But right. in all fairness, you can't say these people have the right to gather. Right. But these don't. Right. Because you don't like who they support. Right. right? Should they have torn up the Capitol? No. But it doesn't Those earn 20 crimes. years. But it, 20 yeah. years yeah. in jail. Yeah. No. When when we just had all the Palestinians there, um, what did they do? Prosecutor interrupted Congress session. Well, right? they did, and they were actually orchestrated by a congressman yes. from Minnesota, or so, I'm sorry, from Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Okay. Um, with the support of the squad, right? And we have the squad light in DuPage County now. That being Delia Ramirez, who is a supporter of the same things. And so you host a sit-in, and you disrupt proceedings, public proceedings, uh, and so that's supposed to be free speech. That's okay. Right. Anti-Semitic, it lies, deceit, but you cannot disrupt public proceedings. I wonder how thorough the investigation will be by Merrick Garland <laughs> yeah. and his attorney general staff. Will it be as thorough as we saw with the J6 community? No, no. And that's and that's what I'm saying is that these are on the same wavelengths. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate that it won't, because just being in there now, that trip, that criminal trespass is is right. Just being there now should get you what at least two to three years but, easily. But it won't happen. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the, tr- well, I was about to say with the troublemaker, with the prosecutor. Kay, what was the nickname we came up with? You? Troublemaker. Uh, no, Vel- yeah. oh, it wasn't. Yeah, you called me the troublemaker. Oh, Vel- yeah. I'm going to be mad at that. <laughs> um... I don't know why uh, I had the name first. Oh, uh-oh. He came after. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Uh, give right. us a call, 
312-5600. Let's go to the phone lines. Jim from Chicago. What's up, brother? Good evening. Uh, the two unfortunates down at Georgia were pretty guilty. The one that's interesting to me is Cheeseboro, uh-huh. because he was the one who they said was part of the architects of the fake electors. I'd love to be in the room with these lunatic people who thought, well, this is a good idea. Let's put in fake electors. Uh, That's an excellent idea. Didn't the Democrats do that? Yeah, I think they... they Fake electors? Fake electors? No, I don't think so. I don't think the Democrats... No, they they fixed a few elections, but he never put in fake elections. That's a... Yeah, that's that's this. Oh, but that's okay. That's different. If they fixed a few elections. It wasn't this last election. Yeah, but they didn't put in fake electors. Did you ever see fake electors in American history? Uh, I never. Well, heard I don't. If, if they call them fake, I've electors. never heard of one fake elector since the beginning of our, our country. But at the end this of the is day, the first time in history, the first time in history that lunatics got together and said, "Let's put in fake electors." Nobody's ever done that in American history. Well, we ever we have to yet. go back and remember that the election. Well, don't worry, but how many people are going to flip? They're flipping this guy like a fish in a barrel. What, what, what do you think will eventually happen when, when the rest of these uh, these lunatics go to trial? Well, here, two, well, hold on. We'll stop. Vehement. They were, Let's stop with they the were vehement about Hold on. Hold on. We'll stop with the lunatic part. When I heard that there were different elected officials, including the president, calling Georgia in the Secretary of State's office, my prosecutorial ears perked up. You should never call. That's true. You shouldn't be trying to look for anything and trying to, quote, unquote, find votes or figure out where they're at because there's nothing else that, that can be done at that point. But you're almost asked. You, you are you become very close into the world of uh, pushing public servants and their capacities to do things that uh, uh, they're only in charge of the ministerial thing of counting the votes, making sure they're all there, making sure that they were mailed in timely, uh, and making sure that they're processed correctly. So why phone calls were being made that early, I have no idea. Yeah. But you have two attorneys, John, that are flipping. Yeah, but I, I, I got I to... I, I know we're going to go to that later. I, no, actually, we're gonna, he, this, this is why I took his call, because I'm going to play something. And uh, Jim, they call them faithless electors, not... Faithless electors in 2016, the Democrats, faithless electors, not um, um, altern- alternate electors. So they just changed the words of it and whatever. But, but Dennis, this is what I'm going to talk about because this shows that they overcharge down there. I want you to hear, I heard this young lady on TikTok, and, and, and when I heard what, how she broke this down and I knew you were coming on the show I wanted to I wanted to discuss this. Listen to how this lady breaks this down as as to what happened with Sidney Powell. Yes, Sidney Powell pled guilty, but did she plead guilty to the RICO charges? No, no, those charges were dropped. What about the two counts of conspiracy to commit election fraud? No, no, those charges were dropped too. So what did she plead guilty to? Interfering in some chick's election duties and fiddle farting around in a Dominion machine. So she got six years probation. $6,000 $6,000 in fine and a $2,700 restitution fee. Oh, yeah, let's not forget about the apology letter. What she doesn't have to do is return any of the information that she was able to collect from that machine. Thought that was weird. But did you know they tried to take her gun rights? Okay, from that's her? enough that's of that. That's right. They tried to so, 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 Dennis, my point, the point of me playing that audio was the, the overall RICO conspiracy, she's not, she didn't get charged with that. Well, John, as you may be aware, and your former 
police days is that sometimes when you're investigating something, you're going to charge as many things as you can Yes, to put the weight and mm-hmm. faith and credibility of that public office yes. upon somebody. Mm-hmm. And even if if that were to happen to me by the DuPage State's Attorney or the Attorney General, it doesn't matter that I'm a lawyer. I have to go find other lawyers who now have to go out and defend me. But what was I just talking about with the previous caller? When you start calling people who are in the middle of counting and reviewing tapes and computers and verifying things, and you start interfering with, with that, that does become problematic. The, the RICO stuff was all garbage. Yes. We know that. However, what gets what's going to get the headlines? The RICO stuff. Mm-hmm. What can I throw away as the prosecutor to get to well, don't, don't forget what people else who gonna, can flip, right? Don't, don't, right. That's going to be the headline right. that she flipped. And she really didn't. Look, John, <laughs> here, I'll, I'll make it very simple for people in the audience. When I was a prosecutor in Joliet, when I was in doing gangs and narcotics cases, if you sold drugs in, in downtown Joliet, yeah. I could charge you six ways to Sunday with aggravated drug dealing because you were within a 1,000 feet of a school, yeah. mm-hmm. a church, public government housing, building. government buildings, you name it. Yeah. There, and I could add all of those charges if I so chose. Right. Now, that's putting your foot on the throttle at somebody to then say, oh, here, here's RICO. Good luck defending yourself in a exactly. RICO case when you have an entire state's attorney's office with 50 attorneys on you while you are a, a s- single defendant that does not have the means or the ability to defend yourself against right. RICO. So you're like, hey, I'm going to cut my losses. Right. And that's what I tell my clients. I have to protect you. But at the same time is here's what your exposure is, right? Mm-hmm. So go do some community service. Go pay some fines. Exactly. Now, the, the, what the, the thing was we don't know is what are they going to testify to Correct. against Because the, the question president? becomes, did Trump orchestrate this? Was, he's the, was he the mastermind? Because that's, that's how they got him in, in RICO. Was That's he correct. was he the mastermind? So her testimony, because guess, guess what, Dennis? What she got charged with, she actually did. What the lawyer got charged with, with all the, everything that got dropped, he actually did it. Right. But in a RICO case, don't they just have to prove a connection? Like yeah. with conspiring, like they don't. I think that's one of the stickiest charges, right, in the black community because they can say you Conspiracy cons- is always hard to be. Right, well, it's hard to be. As a person who authored the RICO statute in right. Illinois but was taken away from me, yep. the goal is to get to the top. Right. Mm-hmm. And instead of picking up all the bottom people, the top person knows what's going on down right. at the street level yep. or on the office level. So how do we work our way up? Where the person doesn't, like Speaker Madigan, you don't get to pretend I didn't answer the phone. I had no idea the following people were doing these things on my behalf. The reality is you'll start to hear testimony that Trump knew or should have known Mm -hmm. that people were acting on his behalf and his attorneys are different. Are the attorneys acting at the direction of their client to interfere? And, And to me... That's where the issue really becomes a pretty sticky issue. And does that mean that if there are convictions, does Donald J. Trump get withheld from ballots in different states based on what could happen to him? Uh, We don't know yet. Yeah. 
Well, that's I, definitely their aim, though. Yeah. That's what they want. But yeah. you have people that are saying, even if he's sitting in a jail cell, they're still going to vote. I'm voting for him. He's sitting in the cell. I'm voting for Donald Trump. Because <laughs> you know, I told you. Because, I mean, now, I mean, I, I support Donald Trump. Now it's just really becoming a protest vote. Because because of because of all of the shenanigans, and then the judges find them five thousand dollars for a gag order. Yeah. Dennis, you're running for office, and you you you're going after the people that are going after you, and you can't and you speak. can't speak. Right, a gag order is a, a very extreme thing that a judge will do to gain control to try to make sure that all the parties are uh, being fairly represented at a trial. Now. There's not a jury there, so we don't have to worry about that. But at the same time, re- it, this is where it gets to be in a very gray area because we've never indicted. Yes, that's right. And we've never had civil trials except with Clinton. But at that yeah. point, it was, uh, again, we it was about. the dress and the freezer. Right. right. So <laughs> weird stuff like that, but it wasn't about overthrowing elections and right. it wasn't about right. hiding documents. Yeah. So, so things have really allegedly. gone off the or Allegedly. But well, documents also found at, in Biden's garage well, too, well, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I mean even the tape in Clinton's drawer. I mean right, that. Yeah. I think Dennis. I think that's going to p- come into play with, 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 especially with the records thing. Well, we're going to see. Um, but as the world is at the brink of World War Three, we're right. going to see what's going to happen. Yes, because the focus will be elsewhere. Guys, hold the line. Dave from Racine, you definitely hold the line. I want to take your call. You'll be the first call that I take when we get back for break. Phone lines are blowing up. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the prosecutor and the original troublemaker, K.Y.B. Bilal's going to be mad okay, at me. Okay, Terrell Barnes. Okay. Uh, Bilal's going to be mad at me. Well, let's go. Terrell Barnes? Yeah. Black table, Terrell yes, Barnes? Terrell Barnes. That's my guy. I, you know, he's a Democrat. He's from a lefty. Terrell uh, Barnes. Yeah. Oh, you mean from DuPage County? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know who Terrell Barnes is. Oh, no. We, we, used, to, we yeah. used to do a... That's uh, my brother from another. We well, did the Black table. He was talking about running for County Board District 1, which I happen to live in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So see how small the world hey, is? Hey, listen. Yeah. Listen. He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat, but... He's not running. But, oh, he's not running. No, he's not. He was supposed to run. I heard he's not running. Oh, oh Terrell, call in the show. Yeah, Terrell he's a Democrat. He's a Democrat, but I, I love. He Terrell. helped our current uh, new Democrat county board member win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a solid spirit. I mean, he he, he does. He's he does. a good guy. He did run for. Um, he's a left supervisor of <laughs> Bloomingdale Township. He lost. He's a diehard left. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. I don't know if we're quite there in DuPage, but, but she, you we're know, making you know, the transition. <laughs> unfortunately, Cheryl Swanson loves him too. You you know Cheryl Sw- Cheryl Swanson too, right? I, I do not. You call oh. me Verlon. No, I almost did. did call me for <laughs> I mean, you look a little black with your head down. You get a black hat on. I told I guess you I was the first black state rep from Elmer's. I can right. tell you that. Let's right? go to Dave from Wisconsin. Dave, you made an interesting greetings point. On this, the, greetings on this, the 120th anniversary of the birth of uh, Jerome Lester Horowitz. Oh, nice. Look at you. That's early of the Three Stooges. Yes. Okay. That said, uh, um, uh, my thought was that... Uh, there was uh, didn't you don't you have to kind of have alternative electors yeah. if you want to challenge a um, a uh, primary or you know the, the, a state's uh, election uh, in, so that just like Kennedy did in 1960 in the Hawaii uh, you know 
uh, you know, for the election in Hawaii, for uh, pre- the presidential primary in, ele- in Hawaii. Dennis? Well, here, we're, we're wondering what an alternate elector is or fake electors. The electors that are voted on by the congressional districts, you're not voting for president. You're voting for the elector from that area to then vote for the president. So that's where we get the 16, you know, what do you have, 18, 17 electors now uh, in Illinois. And if those electors can't agree, they don't, this because they vote that the, the the general population voted for Biden. He's right about Hawaii, though. Mean, right, he is. Yeah. So, that I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in 1960. Right. There's, no, so, there's, no one knows the battleground because in right. they were JFK and uh, Senior Daly, Old Man Daly as they call him, was finding plenty of votes in the cemeteries up north, and the Republicans were finding plenty of votes down south. Right. So um, that election was about as manipulated as you will ever see. But I don't believe in all this fake elector stuff. I'm more concerned about... Right the world of interfering with a real process. Yeah. And that's why those attorneys are flipping right now, and we'll see who knew what. Yeah. Thanks so much, Dave. Really appreciate and it. Just Go the ahead. thought that if, if there was a problem with uh, you know, uh, alternate electors, then shouldn't Kennedy be removed from Arlington? Uh-oh. Mm. His uh, grave be removed because then if Trump is guilty, then so should is Kennedy. Uh-oh. Yeah. But, well, oh, thanks, Dave. But what they're saying was the difference between the two was in Hawaii, they met openly. In 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 this election, they met met secretly. Okay, What's yeah. the difference? They met collusion. Right, they Secret. met. They 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 all met. So, but I agree with you though, Dennis. The the, the uh, attempting to to influence the process is a far greater crime than right. than the fake electors. I really agree. Uh, let's go to Mitchell from Displays. Hey there, uh, John, and uh, all your distinguished guests. Uh, prosecutor and your other guest. Okay. Um, you know, the, the 1960 election, what you fail to realize is it wasn't just uh, Daly. It, it was Sam Giancana, and it was uh, Jimmy Hoffa, who did not want to vote for uh, Kennedy. He, Nixon was his guy. Nixon was the mafia's president. What the, the House Select Committee on Assassinations in 1978 stayed out that basically Kennedy stole an election. Uh, Evelyn uh, Lincoln, which was... Uh, Kennedy's secretary in her memoirs say that it was completely stolen. They not only had basically people, like you said, in Cicero voting multiple times, but Joseph P. Kennedy has Judge Tuey. Uh, Dennis should probably relate to this. Judge Tuey, the, the old Judge Tuey, right, the original one. They have a meeting with Joseph P. Kennedy, who has the wealth, who has the money, who has the means, who has the motivation, and he sits him up with Sam Giancana, who's in charge of the outfit. Okay, he says the following. I want my son to beat Nixon. Okay, what is it going to take? And then, you know, the thing is that the RICO Act applies to the 1960 election. That's the irony. The only problem is, is that J. Edgar Hoover says there is no mafia. So they have, to, they have to wait for him to die, and then they impose the RICO Act. So the hypocrisy to the prosecutor and everyone out there is that these elections are basically a, a banana republic on steroids. Right. And it's gotten to the point where we have no election integrity. And uh, was it Bobby Kennedy's son, who's good, he's about dark horse, loves, I love his stuff on COVID. But then when he starts talking about election integrity, I'm like, are you kidding me? Do you hear what I'm saying here, daddy Yeah. Hey, Mitchell, Dennis got a question. Hey, Mitchell, I was driving my wife to uh, chemo a couple weeks ago, and you were on a sports radio channel. Do you remember what you were on? 
Were you on 670? Yeah, were you on the score on, or uh, ESPN? Yeah, so you were hearing me on, I don't call the score. Okay. I just can't do it. I'm just, so this I, is I, on AM, it's AM, it's AM 1000, okay. ESPN. And normally when I call in, I have a regular, I do it regular with uh, Black and Abdallah. Yes, which is, that's what it was. Okay. So what was the topic? The, top, the topic was probably Justin Fields. Yeah. And what was it about uh, Justin my, Fields? Because I was just talking well, to John in the break that if you're for Tyson Bajant, that mm-hmm. that somehow involves race. And no, not that it should involve race, but I've read stories recently uh, that if you don't support Justin Fields and you support Tyson Bajant, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Bears fan since I was born, so I support whoever the quarterback is, and they're usually all pretty bad. But I don't think uh, one is... I'm not supporting one because of their color, and I don't think you, in the same respect, were doing the same thing, were you? No, Vince Evans, do you remember Vince Evans? I'm not the same age as you. Vince Evans, Evans, yep. And the reason why I like Vince Evans, not because of their color of their skin, I like them because of their content, their character, and they were just great athletes. That's right. And to your point, it's your point, race has nothing, it's a a red herring, prosecutor. All right. right. (laughs) We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Stop. Stop. Shut them down. Open up the shop. Oh. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the prosecutor and Kay, the troublemaker, <laughs> whining. Sorry, Vilan. <laughs> You know he's probably listening. You know that, right? <laughs> she's troublemaker once. She's the original. She was the original. She was. I, I forgot right. about that. She is the original, the original. troublemaker. That's that's. that's he know. came after me. That is so true. He can have it. I, I'll gift it to him. He but then is I cannot believe that there was an article where they wrote something saying that if you support Tyson Bajant over mm-hmm. Justin Fields, you're racist. I, I'm, I'm telling you. you Spent a lot of time in a car recently, so I've listened uh, to AM radio and sports radio, and and read enough um, that the fact that race, John, could enter into the decision of an injured quarterback, right, and his predecessor, his, his successor, has to do with race, not about the availability which is ability is half the thing that half the battle as they say if i if i've had enough of of justin fields as quarterback one right that doesn't that doesn't mean i don't like justin fields or it's because he's black right it has to do with i don't like his production i don't like where the team is going he holds the ball too long he does his decision making is poor right but it's not because he's black, John. Right. So, so am I racist for picking up Tyson Bajan in fantasy? Yes. I picked him up because I, I think he's going to ball out, Sonny. I really think. I think he I think does. So. And since my guy Jimmy G, Garoppolo, is yeah. not playing from Eastern Illinois, yeah. uh, I think the Bears are going to win. But, you know, you know that's that's the real world of stuff. So if we can't even enjoy well, a football game. Are they going to win? Yeah, settle down. Okay. Well, you know what? You're right. I mean, because the command, they should have won yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry it's when you think they're going to yeah. win. But I think don't. if they should, they right. don't. You're right. 
You're right, troublemaker. <laughs> see? 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 See why I gave it a moniker? Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what? You're right. But if I can't enjoy football right. without race being injected into it, which has nothing to do with any of us talking about who should the quarterback be, who are we going to draft in the next year, what should we do, then we've lost focus Right of an of an entire just general dialogue. And Kate, wait, Kate, Kate, you 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 are a critical thinker. Yeah. When you have these type of issues about race, mm-hmm. doesn't it take away from when there are actual cases of it racism? Does. It does. Because um, I think also, you right. you get tired, yeah. right, of the crying wolf. Right. Oh, this was racism. That that was right. racism. And then when it happens, there's like ah, uh, but it depends on why it happened right right so if it's law enforcement involved oh then Uh-oh. you got you go. it that'll never die down right yeah. you, you know you can always use that and it is what it is but to say that with sports that's yeah. just like african-americans who only think that lebron james is the greatest and Please. they don't give but they don't give um they never sh- they saw mj play that's what that means you know yeah, what John? you're well, right you know. scoop jackson wrote the article yeah i, I, I was just, i just that's had what it, it sometimes yeah mm-hmm. okay cuz that's right. what, I, I i remember i just read it and so he said the race card in this situation is not necessarily about the color of someone's skin or the texture of their culture it's about the optics of opportunities when it comes to the people who have a certain skin color and textured culture wow but if he's injured Right. He's out. He didn't get taken out. He he has a dislocated thumb. Right. Right. He's going to be out. On for his a, throwing hand. On, he's going to be out for yeah. a while. We do this every day at my job, but he's going to be out. But as a medical professional, what do you think medical professionals would say, Justin, you should play? I mean, they shouldn't, but, but depending on how they uh, reduce it. Right. So and are I'm, they going to cast? But it's still going to be hard know. for him to right. throw he can't, with a, he can't with a but, splint or. Right. If it was his non throwing yeah, hand, he'd be Yeah, playing. that would be different. Right. But he would probably take at least one week off. Correct. He needs to take at least one to two weeks off. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Let's because go we back. care more about him and his health than yeah. we worry about who's, who's gonna backing win him up. The game. Right. 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 Let's go back to the phone lines. Antonio from Bolingbroke. What's up, brother? John Anthony, everybody, how are you guys? Good. Hi. Hello. All right. Well, let's talk about Article 2 of the U.S. Constitution, the Electoral College Act. Uh, this did happen in 1960. Democrats, you know, law, you know, Hawaii, contested Hawaii's election, and they slated an alternate slate of electors. The reason why is the Electoral College Act, you know, requires electors to meet in their home states and cast their votes on the first Monday after second Wednesday in December following the election. So regardless of whether they are the right electors or wrong, they have to do it. If not, when election, when, when the electoral, the electoral votes are being counted in Congress, if there's not a certified slate, it cannot be considered at that time, various States were being contested. Uh, the slates were being uh, questioned. And in order for you, let's just say uh, uh recount happened in Georgia and Trump was shown to win Georgia outright. If it didn't have tr- as electors slated, it would Congress couldn't accept electors that don't exist. Right. So this is in the Constitution. This is clear. It's not election interference. It's not fake electors. And doesn't say in the Constitution whether they got to meet at home, on Zoom, on the open. They, they just have to meet and certify by a certain deadline. It's called the safe harbor deadline. Yeah. This reason is why Congress had to change 
uh, the law because when the minute a congressman objects, um, the vice president, who is you know the head of the Senate, gets to decide. Okay, guys, go argue about this. Whether we're going to accept or reject the electors, or push them back right. and come back on a later date. Right, Tony. The that's, problem that's, is they have to meet by a certain date. Yeah, and, but but Tony, I gotta I gotta go to break. But I believe that those that the, the electors are aren't they chosen at the Republican convention, Dennis? Isn't that how they're chosen? The electors themselves? The electors run. Right. You vote for the elector when you're voting for president. Yeah. All right. Tonyo, go get that hoodie. Listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Let's go straight back to the phone line. Jim from South Elgin, also a sponsor of this show, Best Dental. Welcome, brother. Well, a lot of interesting topics. Oh, Jim, 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 call yep. back. Call back. You're on the chipmunk line. Give us a call back. <laughs> Eduardo. I have been on that line before, yeah, you have. <laughs> Eduardo from Tampa Bay just doesn't sound right. I miss Eduardo from Midway. Eduardo from the hey, Bay. How's it going? Hey, what's up, brother? Yeah. A couple of stories here uh, that are important. Uh, they're having a summit in Latin America in uh, Chiapas, Mexico, about the immigration. Hmm. Uh, as you may know, Mexico has a lot of diseases like dengue fever mm-hmm. and leprosy that they didn't have before. And everybody should check out this story on Daily Mail. It might be on other websites like Drudge, but Samantha Wool, she's a Democrat. She was very... Influential bringing both uh, Jewish and Muslims together. Well, somebody decided to poke her a bunch of times uh, over the weekend. She was uh, working with Congresswoman Alicia Slocan. So that might be a big story coming up this week. Oh, wow. Thank you. Eduardo. All right. We miss Eduardo from Midway. (laughs) Eduardo, are you coming up uh, on November 11th? Uh, probably not, but check this out here in Tampa, the three guys that followed, uh, Dan and Amy, uh, Prager, uh, Prager and Gorka, uh-huh. they're having a little, uh, get together here on November 14th. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So I'm going, I'm already registered. I'll be there. See, you already trading us, not even coming to Freedom yep. Summit. You're such a bum. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. You're fired. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Dennis, I, I really, we, what were we talking about during the break? And I was like, let's, let's get into that. We um, were talking about the whole, the dynamic. I asked a question, like with everything that's going on, with everything that's going on, there has to be, or will be this huge yeah. blow up. I hate to say blow up. We'll right? call it a tipping point. Yeah. How's a, that? A crisis. Point, a crisis. A what crises point, will come? But what direction, what would it be in relation to? I don't think the Ukraine war will be it because that's been going on for a while. So I'm looking more so at the migrant issue, Mm -hmm. right? You have the mayor who came out and said first that the older woman Ramirez was attacked, physically attacked. I saw the video, didn't see that, but that in itself. I didn't see her attacked. Yeah. And then you have this new war with Israel and the Palestinians. So Hamas. Yeah. Hamas, right. right. You, Make that distinction. You're right. I'm Make sorry. that distinction. And it, you're right. It is Hamas. Right. 
the Hezbollah. Palestinians, they're, they're victims. Yeah. It is Hamas, yes. Because yeah. we, we got 500,000 well, uh, Palestinian we Christians? Right, so that's what we were talking about um, during the break, was that you have Hezbollah firing rockets into Israel. Mm-hmm. You have drones and people protesting and attacking different American bases throughout the Middle East. It, it's at a huge tipping point. Something's going to break. Here's what it is. And this is what I'm worried about. Here's what the break will be. Sleeper cells coming through. They're the already southern. here. That's what I'm saying. They're but they're, they're bringing they're bringing the people that are actually going to make it happen. Watch. They're already here. Hour two coming up next. <laughs> Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to Hour 2 of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Click on the podcast, download the Black and White podcast. If I would really love for you guys to do that. I would, you know, the people that are way above me, they like to see those downloads. And you know I podcast. do download that, I do, John. I do. Okay, doesn't. And, and, you've heard, and you've heard me say that. Be- yeah. And I know I've heard you say it because in my travels... Uh, I do download the podcast, yeah. airplane, car travel, and I do enjoy listening to See? it. It's a very Note handy to thing. Self. See, That's download the podcast. <laughs> Troublemaker. Uh, also, if you can visit the website, blackandrightradio.com, we actually have merchandise to sell now. I so saw go that. and purchase some merchandise. Wow. I did. Yeah, I, I know you did. Just one, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> and we get like more colors, like vibrant colors. Yeah, you know, you know what, John? It's black and right. Can I ask you to do, uh, I, I'm going to, can I ask you to do one? What? Well, can we do a pink one for uh, cancer? Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. Be cool. For my wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's you, do you that. You be a cool one. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you and I will talk about now it. Okay. I would do pink. I got pink stuff. If you look, I have all different colors on every last one of them. But the background is... Nope. Look. See, really? you... See, I, I, went, you just I saw clicked, some... You clicked on one, and then if you just <laughs> hit the arrow, you would have saw pink, blue, uh, some. I have some of them gold. Okay. Can yeah. I get a Juneteenth one? Look at me. Oh, yeah, like? let's do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like Al Sharpton. Well, no, I'm let's, just kidding. Let's do an orange one, John. I have orange. Uh, orange because for... uh, my wife has leukemia. Okay. Oh, okay. So that that is the color for leukemia. For leukemia. Okay. But gotcha. let's do a cancer one, John. Okay. If we'll you do would. it. I'll, I'll figure out a design. I mean, we, we can work out on design. We can because I, I bought some stuff from uh, the Chicago Bears. Uh huh. And as you see the hat here, I see it. it. It is. And it has the colors of all the different ribbons underneath. Yeah. It all 100 percent of that funds the funds go to the cancer research. Oh no, so, that's great. So yeah, so if you want, if you yeah. think about this something like that, what's uh, you and I can talk offline. Yeah, I have another one uh, called "You're Enough" uh, for mental health. I think that's, that's a good for one. it's white and it has like green and it's got to be green because our mental health board and the color actually for mental health is is the green ribbon. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's absolutely. So we'll, we can work on that together yeah. too. Yeah. So that, so go into Black and White Radio, um, purchase some merch. Uh, let's go back to Jim South Elgin. Let's see if he's not on the chipmunk line now. Jim. 
Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? How am I sounding now? Oh, coming in loud and clear. Coming in hot. Good, good. Well, good. Anyways, a lot of good topics. But, you know, one thing that puzzles me is both of this, these corrupt people from uh, New York Bragg and this other lady, uh, uh, the lady's AG for New York State and this lady from Atlanta, they all ran on a campaign against voting, you know, going after Trump. Why are these people even allowed to bring these charges uh, forward? Why can't, why can't other people hire them and say, hey, this is not right. You campaigned against Trump. And this is a, this is corruption. This should not be allowed to occur. How can this? Have well, happened? New York is the only place where that can happen, right? In, in their in their well, particular Jim, I'm law. with you because the the fact of any attorney would never, if they're running for prosecu- prosecutor, head DA or state's attorney, would ever well, announce what, what, a target the of their investigation. It's unethical. Mm-hmm. There is no. I know, so, but so why why can't they be stopped? Why can't they just say you don't throw this out and you're done? But here's the issue: is that it's the licensure that allows them to get their license yanked. That's the group above Letitia, and I can't think of her last name, the Attorney James. General, James, and yeah. the prosecutors um, in Manhattan. So this is where we find ourselves, where people say, hey, I'm going to take out a political person. Right. It's a hit job, and I'm going to use my office for it. The In Illinois, if you why ran is for it, why well, is well, that allowed to stand? I'm going to find. It shouldn't be allowed to stand. Wait, wait. I'm going to find the audio. Um, Judge Napolitano actually explained that only in New York, New York is the only state that has some obscure law mm. that exempts the Attorney General of New York under that where they can actually run and do this type of things. Um, Napolitano on his TikTok broke that down. Well, how about the lady in Georgia? Well, that's. that's well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, you know, for example, in New York, the only thing Brad can brag about is higher crime. But I, I don't think I don't think um, Fanny actually ran on going after Trump, though. Letitia, I believe she did. Uh, no, L- L- Letitia did. Will you this. sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue. Him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president. We need to focus on Donald Trump. We need to follow his money. What is fueling my soul right now is Trump. Now, Fannie didn't run saying stuff like that. Illegitimate. Yeah. He was rightfully voted for. No, they think it was stolen. Oh, 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 I forgot. They didn't They didn't think it was stolen. It was That was all erased from the Internet and things of that nature. The Democrats didn't say that Trump stole the election and things of that nature. Only Republicans believe that, you know, Biden stole it. So I'm sorry. We rigged it. Rigged it. Now, that's your press for you. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Anyway, one more thing, and I'll yeah, go. I just sent you some information on a group called LUCA. It's called Latinos United for Conservative Action. Uh, these people want to branch out and reach out, so I think in maybe a week or two we should have them on and interview them and discuss what they've done in Texas and other places. All right. Sounds good. I, you sent it to text? I sent you. I just sent you a little uh, a picture of them, and I'll right, send right. you did information you text it? the guy did you, you talked to. Did you text it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't get text until Are I get out of here. Are they in Illinois? Oh, after the show. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much, Jim. All Appreciate right. it. Be good, bye. During the break, I'm going to find that audio of of, of Judge Napolitano saying why in New York um, Letitia James could do that. But, mm-hmm. Dennis, do you remember Fanny? Fanny didn't run on that, right? No. I don't yeah. think she did. I don't believe she, she did. Yeah. Maybe she intimated she would. But, again, most prosecutors are very aware, uh, including judicial candidates, are very aware of stating 
anything above and beyond because if you're called to rule on something or you're called to prosecute on something, you're not going to make any comments on it. So to me, no matter what the law says in uh, New York, what she's already said would show her to be biased against the former president. Right. And therefore, he's being singled out. And so how? why is he being charged? Why is he being... Uh, why are the lawsuits coming against him in, in a civil court? Uh, he's already the target right. before she could even have the office. So I think that's that's a bigger problem. And so when if we said that, if I said that, yeah. I'm running for attorney general. Here's I'm going to target uh, uh, Mike Madigan. Right. Then I would lose my law license before I could even get on the ballot. And this is which is strange to me because here in Chicago. Well, they're in Chicago yeah. is one of the reasons why a lot of attorneys won't take those cases where you're trying to sue the city over the migrant situation. Right. They won't touch it with a 10 foot pole, especially if they have plans right, right. to run for some type of political position. Right. They won't touch it. So and I can also know. understand if those are those attorneys also have cases in front of the city exactly. or the county exactly. and they don't want to impair yeah. their other clients because mm-hmm. oh by the way I have this other client over here mm-hmm. but you're now going to take it out on yeah. the first four yeah. clients that appear for a liquor license or zoning change or whatever and so we pretend that the people who are listening to things are always fair and impartial mm-hmm. but I don't know if we always get that and when you hear Letitia James we're not hearing fair and impartial right. by any stretch of the imagination yeah. mm-hmm. you know I that's wanna, the abuse of power johnny yeah yeah i agree um i want to really quickly talk about you guys heard about the six-year-old child that was stabbed by that out there by me plainfield yeah. township yeah um I'm, I'm i'm i got pete looking for the audio Can we call him a lunatic yeah he, he, he was. was definitely he was he was the lunatic, for sure right for sure right and mentally ill a yeah. lunatic deranged whatever Whatever verbiage you want to attach is mm-hmm. appropriate. Yeah, it's appropriate. But 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 JB Pritzker went immediately talking mm-hmm. about how you know white right wing radio um, was partly the cause of it. You know, so he uses this. Yeah, every chance he gets. Yeah, right. When he, I think recently he said something in reference to the Republican Party because he's trying to get more money from the federal government yeah. for his migrant plan. Right. And he was like, oh, it's the Republicans. Right. It's their fault that they're here. And uh, I'm tired right. of that. Like you, It's like beating a dead horse. Right. Find something else that's tangible. That is just, it's rhetoric. Right. I Look- call for the eradication of Hamas. I did not call for the eradication of the Palestinian people. That's a clear distinction that's, that's the between them. I want yeah. the eradication of Hamas, mm-hmm. um, Islamic Jihad, Muslim Brotherhood, uh, Hezbollah, any anybody that's coming against Israel. One because guess what? They believe in one thing: death to Israel. Yeah. And America. And America. And America. Exactly. And America. And yeah. I, 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 they cannot be negotiated with. That's right. The only thing they care about is dead Israelis and dead Americans. Yep. That's the only thing that they believe will change their world. That's their stated goal. That's why yeah. there'll Correct. never be a two-state solution. Because there's until they, they change their stated goal, it'll never be a two-state solution. And guess what? I stand by what I said. No I said. agree. I, I support. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. 
Welcome back to Black and Red Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the prosecutor and the trouble, the original troublemaker. You know, I, I, we ran out of time, but I wanted to say, you know, it, it, it breaks my heart that this child is dead. Um, what this animal, this monster did to this six-year-old kid, um, all because he was Palestinian, had nothing to do with what's happening over there. Uh, has, for my knowledge, no ties to any of the terrorists or anything like that. Uh, I hope, I wish, this is why I wish we still had the death penalty hmm. um, prosecutor for people like him. You knew I, I fought yeah. to reinstate it. I fought to keep it. And when I tried to bring it back, and I know others that have followed have tried to bring it back, is that if you kill a child, you should it face should the automatic. death penalty. Mm-hmm. It should be automatic. I, I don't understand why it's not, but um, you can ask uh, our attorney Bonnie? general and you can ask our, the Cook County Recorder of Deeds why they thought that that was important enough. Even former governor, why? And, and Kwame and I are friends, and we disagree vehemently right. on the abolition of the death penalty. But um, that was the other thing. You know, we we're talking about off-air, John, is about... Speaker Welch traveled out yep. to yeah. he was in Israel, uh, Israel, yep. and he had uh, Robin Gable, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, from Evanston, Teresa Ma mm-hmm. uh, from Chicago, Cam Buckner, yep. uh, Jahan Gordon Booth, Willie Preston, Lisa yep. Hernandez, Camille yep. Lilly, Bob Morgan, Natalie Manley. And when was this? Uh, this the was- month before. The in war. September, August thirty first. Oh, well, well, they they, they were into into September. Yeah, into September. Right, they were so there literally because I remember. Fo- I mean, I follow a lot of these same folks and their friends, and and I watch them travel. Yeah, because they posted living that good life off of taxpayers' dollars. <laughs> Put a pin there. We'll go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, they they were they were in a life. They were in an experience overseas. They were visiting Israel. With a lot of members of the Jewish caucus. Who pays for that trip? Don't the campaign caucus don't pay for that? That I don't know. I don't know we if that was that considered trip. a yeah. state uh, travel because obviously we do a lot of trade with Israel. Right. So mm-hmm. I can understand that that could happen in that respect. And I don't know who paid for what because I don't want to get into the right. minutia. Right. Oh, I, was there I was waiting. I was waiting. I'm like, ding, oh. ding, 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 ding. But I, I do want to stay focused on you had a lot of members of the Jewish caucus travel to their homeland. And here we are after uh, talking about another one of the Democratic colleagues from Riverside area, yeah. replaced Mike Sawaski, who talked about de-escalating yeah. after a terrorist attack yeah. on a sovereign nation. So where is where are the House Democrats in Illinois going to go? Where are the House Democrats going to go at the national level? But we see here that we have long-time relationships with Israel. Yep. And again, this goes back to everybody likes to talk about things, but when the rubber meets the road, right. where are we really at? Exactly. Right. That's true. And can we condemn and should condemn? Have, have you heard, has there been any back and forth between the pro-Israel side and the pro I, I have to tell you, side? I am very surprised that the Jewish caucus of the Illinois House, and I know a lot of the members and former members, I'm surprised one, right? that, that they're not more vocal. Yeah. I know Bob Morgan took off after Senator Peters. After oh, he did? A, he did. Not di- it was direct and indirect yeah. about, um, well, maybe the reason you're pro-Palestinian is because maybe your grandparents' parents' children weren't raped, molested, oh, burned, tortured, etc. 
And so oh. I can't believe that Democratic members of the Illinois General Assembly rose that ladder to support Hamas, just as we see the Democrat Socialists of America in the city of Chicago and the, what are the four or five aldermen doing the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have talked to you about this before, John. Mm-hmm. My grandfather landed at Normandy, took shrapnel at the Battle of the Bulge, and he was there to free Europe from its occupation. We talk about occupation quite yeah. a bit, too. But also, to they learned all about the horrors yeah. uh, of what was happening in Poland mm-hmm. and, and elsewhere with the Germans exterminating My father the was there, too. See? And so we, we we have family that have tried to... I said father, not grandfather. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But but here, we... we you know, I... I I, I follow the Holocaust uh, memorial on Twitter. I have for a long time. And they show all the victims mm-hmm. uh, day by day, different families, different children. And here we are. We're right back at it. Right. And we're, what, 80 years removed? Yeah. 80 years. And we have colleges and universities and people have no problem stepping up saying that the terrorists are the victims and Israel is the aggressor. And it is sad state of affairs, and we are on the brink of World War Three, and people cannot call it out. Yeah, I, well, I, well, I think though. I'm sorry. I I think uh, Minister Farrakhan kind of spoke on this uh-huh. a while back, and he he you know he would talk about the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does, and mm-hmm. yeah, Not he a does fan. it. Not a fan. And and he he did make a comment, and he said that they deal with the issues within their Jewish community privately. Whereas we, we attack black America's black communities. We attack each other openly. So could it be that they are dealing with whatever their, their indifferences, their disagreement about what's happening internally? I work with a group of surgeons who are Jewish And they have stated, you know, where their what their stance was, what they believe. And, you know, and I'm like, well, say it publicly. And right. they're like, no. we don't do that. No. Well, we and, deal and, with them. And, and maybe own. that's the case. But these I know a lot of these folks, they are they are very intelligent, thoughtful, caring people. And they will stand up for their community and the people of the state of Illinois. I don't have to agree with all their political views, but. They're under direct attack by their own caucus. Correct. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's in state legislative bodies across the country. Correct. And Capitol Hill. And, and, but you're right. I think it's more of they're more, they're more private about it. Yeah. And they will take action accordingly. And they'll speak very few mm-hmm. words, but they're very powerful yeah. words. Yeah. Versus running around and protesting yeah. and, 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 you know. We'll never see that. Right. I want to get back to the phone lines, but. There's a question I want to um, pose to you, Dennis, after we, we clear some of these calls. Okay. And I can't believe that last caller that just called in and with that question. You see that question that's I on do. the board? What was the question? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. Just tr- trust me, oh, we'll get to him. Lord. Let's go to Kip from Stillman Valley. Kip, make it quick. Yeah, all right, I will. Listen, I just want to thank 560 listeners and all the producers and the people that sponsor the programs on 560. Thank you very much. Huh. I can't understand how what you guys have been talking about, how people can go against our United States of America and to be 
feeling that way, even feeling, feel that they can go against the greatest nation in the freaking world in the world history is amazing. A United States, as far as I'm concerned, should always stand with Israel. Amen. And, and, and guess what? You better stand for yourself before you have to worry about the world because we're in a world of it right now. Peace out. All right. Take care of it. I mean, take care of it. Boy, Kip, be sounding like he'd take him. a few. <laughs> Ooh, he got a few soda pops. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, Robert from Bloomingdale. Robert, we're going to actually hey, talk guys, about how you doing? We're actually going to be talking about this in the third hour, so go ahead. The question I want to ask quickly, with the Joyce Amendment, now that uh, Jordan's out, who do you think is qualified to be the, a conservative, good conservative Speaker of the House? The Thank person you. qualified to be the Speaker of the House is a person who can get a, the, yep. is the, uh, is the majority plus one. 218. That is 218 votes mm-hmm. is what qualifies somebody to be Speaker of the House. I don't care if that's Donald Trump, Lee Zeldin, yep. Jim Whoever Jordan, yeah. Matt Gates, Nancy Mace. Representative Buck from Colorado, name the other the additional eight. But I, any of the oh, Republican you, hold, hold, caucus, hold Buck for the third hour because I saw I your, will. I saw you, your tweet. You did see my tweet. I about saw your that. tweet. Don't talk about no. Buck I know the third hour because I already know who's going to be calling in. We're going to talk about yeah. it. But the Speaker of the House is somebody who can rally two hundred eighteen votes in the House. That's, That's the best qualified person to do it. Right. Are they conservative? That's for you as an individual person. To, exactly. uh, to, are they conservative enough for you? That's true. Um, Mike, Sandra, and Mr. Phil from Blue Island, I cannot believe your question. Oh, I'm, only, I'm bringing you on because I want to answer this question for you. And I'll pose the question, and I want you guys to think about it. Please call in. Here's Phil from Blue Island's question. Ready? How is Israel not a terrorist group? We'll be right back. What? the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe I'm welcome back maybe I'm let's go straight to the phone lines mike from elgin welcome back to black and right brother yeah hi john how you doing all right hey i got a question for uh, mr revelletti there he just revelletti. made a statement yeah, what's his name? Reveletti. You and Valon Reveletti. R e b o l e t t i. He said if he said if what he did, uh, the prosecutor in Georgia would do that, he'd lose his law license. Right. Well, the, the biggest problem with this country is is attorneys because they they're wordsmiths. You know, they they twist words and you know act like they you know one word means another word and everything. But we don't know it. We don't know the real meaning. Okay. Can you explain to me where you get that license from? I get my license from the state of Illinois, sir. That's where I get my license from. The legislators designed a process for me to pass a test to show competency in the law and then remain as a practicing attorney by uh, performing a continuing legal education credit as well as performing uh, in my practice so that uh, I meet all ethical standards above and beyond that. What do you do for a living, yeah, sir? It, what do you do for a living? The Supreme, How, what do you do for a living? The, what do I do? Yes, sir. I, I'm an engineer. I used to be an engineer. Oh, you're an engineer. How, now, how do I know how your standards are kept up all the time? You have a license, right? 
Who gives you that license? No, I, you don't have any no. licensure, sir? No. Not at all? Let, let's, say, let's put it this way. Oh, my son's an engineering student, sir, so he's going to get some licensure. So you have no licensure in engineering? None? Because I, I don't... I don't. What, what kind of engineer are you? What kind of engineer? Yes. I'm, a, I'm considered a startup engineer. Okay. And we don't necessarily need a license. Where'd you go to school for that? Heating and air conditioning. System. Okay. So, I see. And, but my point is... Your license is ish, is not a real license. Oh. It comes from the bar, the Supreme Court. There's there's hundreds of licenses, but you attorneys don't get licenses. Where do you get your certificate you for HVAC? Who gives you that? I don't need a certificate for You don't it. need one? No. You don't I issue don't. anyone anywhere? No. Well, I have friends who do HVAC. They have certificates. Okay. Well, some of them do. Some of them don't. Okay. But- I'm calling you out, and you're saying you had a license because it's issued by... Oh, the I do. You can look it up at IARDC.org, I believe, sir, and you can see that in 1998, I was issued a law license by the state of Illinois that certain standards were set by the Supreme Court that I passed yes. Valparaiso University Law School with satisfactory grades and passed the bar exam for the state of Illinois that I was competent to practice and that all of my continuing legal education credits are up to date. I know that may not meet up to your standards, sir, but it meets up to the state of Illinois and the 12.5 million people that live here and to all of the clients that I represent in a, probably about 15 to 20 counties that I've, I've presented myself in, including federal so court. You are a member, so you are a member of the bar? I am a member of the bar. I'm also a member of the federal bar in the Northern District and, of and Illinois. So, and what does, the, what does the bar stand for? What is, what's the definition of the bar the bar stands for the fact that i have and the people that are entering it have competency to practice the professional law which you have a huge disdain for the bar is an acronym for what well i don't know sir you tell me you're you're the one with the answer registry what is it accreditation registry okay wait say wait wait wait, mike 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 Mike, i didn't hear you what'd you say british accreditation accreditation registry British. British? Oh. Registry. You mean from barristers? Or you want to go back there, sir? Uh, 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 Is that yeah, where you're going right. back to? Esquire, too, right? You're uh, an Esquire, too, right? Uh, I mean, you could call me an Esquire if you choose. Well, that's so what choose. I call them. That's a title of nobility from. Oh, from here English we go. Brown. Right. Now, wait a minute. You use a Black's Law Dictionary, do you not? I don't have to use a Black's Law Dictionary, sir. I have, well, I have Google. Have to, but, but, but most of you do, and it has all the. All the kings and queens of England in the front of it. Why is that? Yeah. Hey, Mike, Mike, get to the point because we got a lot of more calls while I'm waiting. Get to your point well, I'm of. I'm just saying, okay, okay, I got a question for him. Yeah. Can you define the difference between legal and lawful? Dennis? Legal and lawful? In what, in what yeah. respect are you talking about? What's legal and lawful? What, do you mean, what respect? The so same he, thing. He turns legal and lawful are the around. same things. Not to turn anything well, around. You're the expert, sir. You're telling me what's legal and lawful. You tell me what the definition is. Because I don't have the qualification to come up with it because you told me my my accreditation doesn't matter to you, sir. Mike? Did he hang up? All right, let's go to Sandra well, from Google Chicago. Get about a minute. That is pretty much the same. Get about a minute. Right, Sandra. I said it was the same uh, thing. Sandra, from, Sandra, the Croatian. From hey, what's I happening? I want to ask my, my Serbian friend, Dennis. Is uh is Kwame Raul is he a racist? Is he 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 supports Black Lives Matter, right? I, I don't know what Kwame supports. I don't know if he supported Black Lives Matter or not. 
But we are Serbian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that it? But is he, no, well, because I don't know. I think he's a racist. That's I've, I, you know, I've known Kwame for a long time. I've never known to be a racist. I, I would, I would uh, concur. Okay. Me too. I would concur. I've worked with him on, on a lot of different things. Um, and if he was a racist, he certainly wouldn't have any conversation with me. So. Right. What was that law? The mandatory minimums? Uh, we've worked on gun legislation. We've worked on mandatory minimums for heroin possession and delivery. So... I, I, he's he's not a racist. Yeah, he's, I wouldn't Kwame say and I are, are friends, and, and he's not a racist. Right, wait. He probably would say, I'm a lot of things, but a racist ain't one. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sandra. Phil from Blue Island. How is Israel not a terrorist group? You join the Black and Mike show. We'll be right back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. There can be no coexistence with this violence. There can be no tolerating it, no accepting it, no excusing it, and no ignoring it. Every time a terrorist murders an innocent person and falsely invokes the name of God, it should be an insult to every person of faith. Terrorists do not worship God. They worship death. If we do not act against this organized terror, then we know what will happen and what will be the end result. Terrorism's devastation of life will continue to spread. Peaceful societies will become engulfed by violence and the futures of many generations will be sadly squandered. If we do not stand in uniform condemnation of this killing, then not only will we be judged by our people, not only will we be judged by history, but we will be judged by God. Now that was Donald Trump in Saudi Arabia speaking in their Whatever they call their, their... He forgot to say bigger than ever before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bigly. But that was him speaking in, at when he was invited to Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. to the king and all those people in mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. That took some guts. So, <clears throat> I think all three of us have clearly defined Hamas as a terrorist organization. Um, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad. Al-Qaeda, Muslim Brotherhood, yeah. Al Qaeda, uh, ISIS, ISIS, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all four of us with uh, yeah. Pistol Pete as well. <laughs> uh, but our next caller does not believe such. Mm-hmm. Uh, who also still believes that Israel is was founded in 1947, or when they when they became a state, the state of Israel in 1948. Okay. Um, Phil from Blue Welcome. Well, well, let me let me go directly. Um, now all have stated that I'm this, that, and the third. Uh, I do believe Hamas. I do believe um, uh, other uh, groups that you've named already are terrorist organizations. So don't don't don't, uh, don't do that to me. Well, uh, that, it, is, it doesn't sound you. like that in our text message thread. But you all, you all, I got the receipts. Let me let me let me finish, please. My question to you three, since you all have this definition, must be in your mind already. How do you define international terrorism? Okay. Who wants to go first? Reb? Well, the state of Israel is a sovereign nation, is it not, Phil? How did you define terrorism? 
I said, you're asking me, so it, do you agree with me that, that Israel's a sovereign nation? You don't. Well, you That's the problem, to, sir. I'm trying That's to make ex- a point. Uh, no, I'm you're not going to make it on, over on me. The point is, a sovereign nation was attacked by an area, not a country. It's an area. Gaza Strip is not a country. It is run by terrorists. Right. It is recognized by a number of first world countries as terrorists. And, 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 and Phil, I'll, I'll, I'll define it on my terms. Terrorism is paragliding into a festival, sh- killing, shooting and killing over 200 people in said festival. Innocent. People. Innocent. Mm-hmm. Terrorism is taking innocent women and raping them. They were not on their menstrual. Uh, terrorism is blowing up buildings for your own cause because your cause is death to Israel, death to America. That is terrorism. Uh, I guess it's just the name Kim. Do you have a, a definition? Um, that okay. I have My to name is Kay, not Kim. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. No, but um, I can piggyback off of both of my counterparts that's in the studio with me. I do believe that it is violence against innocent people. Um, even if you want to get deep into it, uh, as Webster will even say, it is the destruction of innocent people for a political aim or gain or religious ideology, right? Or religious ideology. So my, my question is to you because I have a question for you. I think your original question was how is Israel not a terror terror group? So if we're going to go by that and base what the definition is, is and I can read it. I have it here. The unlawful use of violence and intimidation, especially against civilians in a pursuit of political aims. I don't think mm-hmm. it stops at political aims. I think it can be um, different reasons, but I think the big thing is innocent people. So if if you're saying how is Israel not a group, a terrorist group, then you're going to have people that's going to say, how is America also not a terrorist group? I will also add that based right? on, again, reading the question, Phil, you're already telling me I'm supposed to believe that exactly. Israel is a terrorist yes. group. Exactly. And I'm supposed to show you the negative. Right. Mm-hmm. Israel is not no, a terrorist all, all, group, all, all, sir. All I'm trying to do, full stop. All I'm trying to do without, without you know, going back to 1948 or whatever, um, uh, the fact that uh, Gaza itself is, and you've heard it, it's nothing new, is a open prison. So you got these people walled in from the north to the south. Oh, God. It's not just what? Israel doing that, though. Egypt, Egypt Lebanon. Come on, don't do that. Come on, be respectful. It's the truth. They got these people walled in. It's not just Israel. On top. Now, the other thing that's going on is just quickly – all this jumped off, and this is my false flag issue, you know, conspiracy, <laughs> is that Israel was really uh, about to fall apart because of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu wanting to, you know, change laws and, and do things like no, that's this. Factual. That's factual. That's factual. That's factual. Okay. Now, real quick, real quick, real quick. Now, people are calling for ceasefire, right? I'm not. So, the Democrats are. I know, I know some people are. Some people are. Real quick, y'all. Now, I know, and, and, and God bless the 1,400 people that were killed by Hamas. You know, I really feel for those families. But now you got as many as, and first of all, you got a million children in Gaza. 
Wait, I'm going to stop you right there. My mother, God rest her soul, taught me that if, when somebody says the word but, disregard everything. everything they said prior to that. Okay, now tell me about the million kids in Gaza. Go ahead. I'm talking fast. Dennis, don't do that. I'm talking fast. <laughs> the bombing, the starvation, they've given them no water. They got them walled in. They got trucks sitting outside. They got their, the, the hospitals, however they're being bombed, they're being bombed. They're bombing churches. They're bombing civilians. Oh, they, are, they, are they bombing hospitals, Phil? They, they, and they, schools. They, listen, they're not. In, in the like America did whatever in Iraq. Say, however that hospital, I'm sorry, Kim. Uh, okay, however <laughs> that hospital blew up, it blew up in the midst of bombing from Israel. Now, yeah. I don't know what you expect. I mean, I don't know. Hamas is throwing rockets. Yes. But, but what, stop, what, full what, stop. No full wait, stop. but 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 they're just rockets. I'm just, I'm just come on now. Don't, don't hold that against me. Come, come on, on, Phil. I, I think saying. Phil, we have to be fair and and be honest with ourselves and say that when it comes to war. Wait, hold on. We gotta go. We gotta go, Phil. I'm gonna hold you on the line. We gotta go. We gotta go to break. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the prosecutor and the original troublemaker. So, Phil, Phil, right? Phil. Let me ask you a quick question. The initial hit in Israel where 250 people were killed at a concert, um, Elderlies who yeah. came from the Holocaust, who survived the Holocaust, was dragged, was kidnapped. Um, children, young girls, women Babies. were uh, kidnapped, mm-hmm. taken away to Gaza. These people came in like on parachutes. I mean, they just came in, right? Yeah. What? Wait, wait, wait. What do you think? How should Israel have responded to all of that? Think about it. Listen, no, no, no. I, but I'm, I, I, I hear you saying, listen, but question. I just need you to, I, I'm giving you the no, question. I need you to question. think about it. Think about she it. She just said you know, it. What, what this reminds me of when uh, we got hit on 9-11. I said uh, George Bush was the right person, but I said he was going to go too far. And that's how we ended up in a 20-year quagmire in Afghanistan. He went too that's far. That's not the reason we, went, we got in that. Point, Israel is going too far with the indiscriminate bombing. They're bombing. I mean, you can just see the children. They're videotaped children. Did America not bomb and kill children, innocent people? You mean Barack Obama? Well, I'm saying America in in, um, Iraq. Did that not happen? This is why. No, no, no. Did that not happen? No, let's be real. This is why I say, come on now, you don't think America is, 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 is the, uh, you know, uh, ideal of perfect uh, uh, democracy? No. All I'm saying is, no. be- when you point your finger, your thumb always points back. So to oh, say that really? Israel, to say, yeah, really, to say that Israel should be labeled as a terrorist because you're saying because of the hospitals, because of the kids, because okay. of the innocent victims, what I'm saying to you is that America can be called a terrorist too. And if we're going to go historically, we can go back to all the yeah. the black people that was hung and lynched and killed uh, yeah. in this country, That's right? Great. In slavery, right? That means America yeah. is a terrorist. We can go yeah. to after nine eleven. His, his idea, based, thinking exactly Let's stay on point. Okay. No, no, no. I am on point. We, we don't have much time. No, we we are on point. What I want you to do is you're on a one way street. 
And when it's really no, two way. Yeah, yeah, you are. You okay, are. let me see. Okay, real quick, Phil, we got thirty think, seconds. Thirty seconds. Okay. Do do again with the bombing of the children, with the bombing of of infrastructure, with the bombing indiscriminately all over the country. They they say they they're hit. They, they don't even say they're hitting Hamas. Did you say indiscriminately, Phil? Yeah, he did. He did. You know that's not true. He did. He did. You do know that's not true. Okay. Okay. Well, tell me how many Hamas killers? How many Hamas? And I'm gonna say it. Killers have been killed. I hope all of them. That's what I hope. Well, you see, all of them have been killed. Why are they still bombing? You know what? Because there's still Hamas terrorists all right. over the place. Aren't they fighting? They're still they're hiding they're weapons, sir. They're fighting two fronts. They're, but, two fronts. But they're also fighting two fronts. Hezbollah yeah. from Lebanon. Hezbollah South, too. South Lebanon. And the Houthis. Hour three, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back. Hour 3 of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. If you missed the first two hours, head over to 560TheAnswer.com. Download the podcast. Listen wherever you want to travel in the world. Uh, also, visit BlackAndRightRadio.com. Um, <clears throat> Tom from Blue Island. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I got to give out. I got to give a shout out. Al Stone. Last week, he said he was going to go on the website and purchase. He did. I got to give my buddy a shout out. Thank you, Al Stone. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, my boy. Um, Dennis, you said something very, I thought was very important and powerful during the break. You remember the signs, hate has no home here? Yes. I, I think this Palestinian-Israel fight has brought out the people who have those signs in their yard who actually has hate, who have hate, who harbor hate. And I think um, that virtual signaling that they do by putting that yard sign in their, in their yard uh, means absolutely nothing. Right. It means hmm. don't look here sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that because you have seen so many people that thought they could now step out and yeah. be themselves, uh, you saw the attorney in the Illinois Comptroller's office that said so many hateful things that the Comptroller, Susie Mendoza, who I served with, I don't know if you served with her, John. No, I wasn't there with you. Um, who is a very uh, wise person, very smart astute. person, astute, cares about her residence and, and, and about her office, fired the yeah, attorney. right away. Um, didn't wait. And, and didn't wait. And it's become a national, if not an international story. And the person was also the president of the Southeastern Bar Association. I was going to pull it up here. Yes, that bar Association. Well, yes. And... Yes. And, and and here we talk about um, and bar and I don't know what the bar means. I just looked up my <laughs> law license. Oh, you got it. And I, I I still have it. I don't know if it means anything anymore. But this attorney felt so comfortable with so much anti-Semitic things that I was astounded that any attorney, John, yeah, could come out and say the things that she said. 
And for those who say hate has no What was no some of the stuff there, she said? You got any? Uh, let me, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Um, While you're looking that up, I just want to say um, I, I, I agree with my buddy, Senor, on YouTube. Phil, I got, the, I got the solution for you, buddy. Why don't you go over to Palestine and volunteer? I know that's right. There you go. That's yeah. how you solve the problem. Phil, he can bro- he can broker the deal, and let's see how much how much love you give. He you can over there. go and collect Hamas, yeah. take them to the border, oh. give them to Israel, oh. and then that'll you know. No, 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 he wouldn't do that. Though want. he would protect Hamas. No. <laughs> if I may, John, <laughs> just kidding. It said this is the New York Post, so I'm quoting directly: An attorney serving in the Illinois State Comptroller's Office has been fired for an anti-Semitic tirade in which she told a Jewish person that she wanted them to face the gas chamber and said, quote, Hitler should have eradicated all of you. Did she tweet this? Unquote, yes. Sarah Chowdhury referred to Jews as, quote, unquote, vermin and said, quote, unquote, all Zionists should pay, I'm sorry, in private messages with an Instagram account called Big Law Boys that was screenshotted and sent out and included, hopefully somebody sends you, quote, Hopefully someone sends you anthrax or poison and you die a slow, terrible death. And in the messages, she also Uh said, John, I'd rather put you in a gas chamber, unquote, and quote, unquote, Hitler should have eradicated all of you. I can't even fathom how any human being could say those words and the comfort at which she said them speaks volumes it really does and the hate had a home there john and the hate had a home in the comptroller's office and the hate had a had home in the bar association in the courthouse as she stood next to the chief judge right tim evans right. in pictures and so all fake all nonsense all virtue signaling she hates the Jewish community. Hates is not even the word. Right? John. No, 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 no. Despises. No. Despises. It, 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 she thinks of them as as something less than human. Right. And these are not my quotes, John. These are hers. These are her quotes. These were screenshotted. She should be ashamed of herself. And anybody who's ever supported her should be ashamed of herself. She should resign from the Bar Association. She should be investigated would they come after by her? the I, I would IARDC? hope that IARDC would investigate her. She should not have a bar license because God only knows what her clients would look like and how they could be defended. What if there's a Jewish judge she'd appear oh, in front of? Yeah. Right? Well, I, I think, though, this. this um, Hold the line, Glenn. Chastisement should be across the board. Yeah. Right. I think there have been many instances where people have referred to black people as monkeys, yeah. as animals, as gorillas and this. We know the N word. Da, 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 right. I, I, I feel there there are there are people in political positions right now still feel that way about black people. Yeah. And my thing is, if they came out. And said those things, and they're Democrats too. And and what I don't care if they're Democrat, I don't care if they're Republican. How forgiving or how what how big of a pass would these people get? It seems like there's a it's the scale of balance right. isn't fair when it comes to racial slurs against this group versus racial slurs right. against that group. And I'm when I'm saying I'm against it either way. No, I'm, but 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 you may be against it, but in the real world. If you're a Republican and you say anything, 
Oh, you you're ostracized. You you are done. Your life, your career is over. You're a Democrat. You can get away with it. You 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 can make a comeback. Now, they I will may, allow you to come. If back. I may, John, so I want to make sure the other side of the story is on the New York Post. Yeah. Side. That Comptroller Mendoza has zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or hate speech. And she said hate Israel. speech. Yeah. Uh, and this attorney was also uh, ousted from her uh, presidency of the South Asian Law Association. The South Asian Bar Association of Chicago stands against hate, bigotry, bigotry and bias in any form. We are deeply saddened and horrified by her words and their impact on our friends families and colleagues and our apologies for any harm that they may have caused can you imagine if she if she had one mayor though chicago would look totally different I, I, I'm, she's not that far far way left person again to her credit she is a moderate democrat she, well, she used to be a republican well here so you're talking about moderate which we yeah. can't even say anymore oh yeah because okay. you, you and I are saying we're going to talk yeah. about being a rhino on yeah. this show. I don't know what when you're going to the get next to segment, that. The next okay. Wait, wait, before, wait, wait, just hold that, hold, hold that. But I want, I want to hold that thought. But you have people who are not afraid to stand up and, say, and, and fire their employee. How many people would have gone through? Well, you yeah. know, you can't hand and haw, hand and haw about but it. Where is the comfort, the comfortability coming from? Right. There is coming from a place where someone, an attorney, you're willing to risk all that you work for to stand there. The shield of media and the shield, the, sh- the shield of media, knowing that the media will protect it. But before before we continue this, I want to because I want to get Glenn. He's been holding so long. Mm-hmm. Glenn from Orlando. Hey, uh, everyone. Uh, good Hi, to Glenn. hear your voices. Thank you. So um, there is an Archbishop Vigano, V-I-G-A-N-O that talks about the formation of two opposing sides that he considers biblical, the children of the light and the children of darkness. And unless we go back to some moral standards in the world, our society is going to be doomed because everywhere in the world, there's all sorts of things going on that we should have learned from history and we didn't. So, so Archbishop Igano talks about this in detail. It's very good. Uh, So I recommend you look him up and uh, listen to his YouTube. Yeah, but you know uh, the call screener said that your your topic was no morals in the world. I yeah, think there I, is no morals. There is no morals in the world. Yeah, we need to go back. We need to go back to a, uh, a strong value system. Um, you know, to uh, strong moral code uh, to preserve. Uh, you know, preserve society. But Otherwise, how do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, Reverend Letty and I, we always talk about the pendulum swing. Uh, how do you do that when the pendulum is so far? Well, we say it's stuck on the wall now. I, I think it might be stuck in the wall. wall. It swung back, but it's not going to try to. It swung so far, it's ready to go back the other direction, but it's broken in the right. wall. So, right. How do we well, fight I, that? You know, I think we got to just look at history. I mean, at December 6, 1941, everybody in America wanted to stay out of the uh, conflict in Europe. Yeah. That all changed on December 7th. Everything changed. Right. So, do things have to get worse before they get better? <laughs> That's you know, a good question. Thank you. So much. I, I think you're right. Thank the, you, the morals are gone. Yeah. We, we, but we now this wokeness has has covered no. There's up. morals. No, no, there are. But yeah. this wokeness is covered up. That's the, 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 moral. the distinction. And wokeness is not a moral. Yeah. That they've created their own morals. That they and, did. And everybody has to be subjected to those morals and excuses. And, and there you go. Boom. Enough said. That goes to uh, my question about the six year old. But we'll yeah. Do that and Rebeletti. Well, there's a tweet you sent out, and men on the street replied to it. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. 
Welcome back to Black and White Radio. Got cold in here. Had to put on a hoodie. Indictment season. Trump 45, baby. <laughs> sorry, Rebs. Not sorry. <laughs> Go Trump. Um, Dennis, you 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 um, responded to a post. By I know he's listening, man on the street. So uh, what was the post? The man on the street, uh, Mr. Wiremuller, posted Rhino Alert. Uh, as he was responding to Benny Johnson's post about the 25 votes against Jim Jordan on the second ballot. And he listed all the names out. And so I saw that, and normally I don't respond. But I, I knew I'd be coming on today, and I wanted to respond because we've talked about this, John, both at my event the other day. I've talked about it ad nauseum on your show the last few weeks. And so he said rhino alert. And I responded to him, so Congressman Buck, remember he was one of the eight people who led the insurrection against Speaker McCarthy. He got him out. I go, so Congressman Buck was a patriot when he voted to vacate the office of Speaker, and now he's a rhino. That's only a few weeks later. Right. So I said, make it make sense, exclamation point. And I watched Jim Jordan's press conference, and it was disaster. Yeah. Uh, I, I said. I said the job is to get the votes for the gavel, and so help make it make sense, Mister Man on the Street, as to why Mister Buck, who was who was celebrated, just a couple weeks celebrated ago. a few weeks ago, he stood up for the nation, stood up for all that everybody the conservatives care about, and two weeks later you threw him under the bus, and he's now a rhino? Right. Is that all it takes? Well, what is a rhino? Maybe he doesn't like Jim Jordan. Right. Maybe Jim Jordan's been a bully his entire legislative career, but we can't talk about the backstory. We can only talk about what we see in the front of, of us. So help me understand who the next speaker of the uh, uh, House should be. Right. Because to me, it's who can get 218 votes. And I'm sorry that Mr. Representative Bacon from Omaha, who is considered a rhino, continues to... Mike Rogers. People who continue to win elections have a vote. And if they don't like your candidate, you should not send people to call their offices to threaten their lives and their family's right. lives, John. Right. You, and no, when I read these tweets from Cat Turd, you, you see, you know, I, I know, know Cat Turd. Of course. Oh, we're going to get an army of primaries out there and we're going to take these people out. <laughs> you are. You're full of it. <laughs> Go find somebody to run for Congress. Right. Where are they all at? Yeah, right. no one wants no to No one run. wants to do it. Nobody wants to run for yeah. library, let alone right. run for Congress. But you're going to pretend in your little world, go and create all this. Our three congressmen voted for Jim Jordan. He doesn't have the votes. Why are we putting up? Why can't we find a consensus candidate? You don't get everything you want in your own household. How do you expect to get it in the halls of Congress? Right. Here's what I, I, I think they don't want to get. So, so the so-called establishment doesn't want a Jim Jordan. The so-called grassroots doesn't want another Kevin McCarthy. So who becomes? Who do they won't. But that's my point, and and this is why I go back to say, I get what Matt Gates was trying to do, maybe right thought, wrong timing. Um, when you break it, have a plan. When you break it, you not, buy it. I worked in retail. It. You broke yes. it. You're paying for it. Yes. Where was the plan? 
you can't just, I mean, I know a lot of people are excited about this chaos and how chaotic it is. And, and, but, but who's excited about it, John? The grassroots. But I don't like to put all of them into the same. Because, because you they didn't like Kevin McCarthy, down. so he's gone. We're about to enter World War Three. We are. We have no Speaker of the House. None. Right now, I don't care about all of the right wing. Who's more conservative How than the next Nancy person? Pelosi Let's govern. Home. Right. What because because Nancy Pelosi, she was tough as nails. So don't give me. I was listening to Progressive Radio on, on the way in Eisendrath, Right on the way in, and he was talking about. You know, just how almost a U.S. senator, right? How crazy it is on the Republican side, but people forget that um, Nancy went after AOC. People forget that she, she went did. after the squad. I did not. Yeah, and I, I wanted to talk about that. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. The Democrats are always smart. They fight in private, not in public, brother. And when Pelosi didn't have the vote, she told the squad, yep. "That's too bad. I'm going to be the speaker. Figure it out yep. for yourself. I have the votes." And I will minimize your existence here as congressman. And so they all fell in line. Yep. They figured out their place. Yep. She let them go off on their own and do their own thing, which is all they want to do anyway. Right. It's all Matt Gates wants anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't get to go break something and then go, oh, look, censure me. Evict me from your caucus. I'll resign. All this other stuff. It's all BS, right. So why can't the Republicans do their stuff in private as well? They because they, because they, they don't want to. But you why got, is got, that? What is the point? I'm gonna tell you what the point is. You have all these people who want to get that to get get in front of that camera. Mm. As Representative Mike Boss says, Matt Gates and those eight are show horses. Yeah. Nancy Mace barely won for Congress. I'm shocked. I was shocked. She won as a progressive, basically, yeah. in a purple district. Yeah. And when redistricting happens, she's in a plus 11 district. Now, she's a right-wing zealot. Right. Where she is pro-choice. Right. I haven't seen anybody call her out on Twitter. Did you know that? Yeah. Have anybody called her out, John? Have people on this radio station called her out? Not to my knowledge. Why not? Don't know. Hmm. Quiet. So, help, help me... Help you, John, to decide who what a rhino is. Wait, help me help you? That's right. So you go, you go, you go man on the street me? I'm the man on the street. (laughs) You go man on the street me? Uh, Let's go real quick to Jay from Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Jay. Hey, John, love your show. Thank you. Uh, so, so much going on. I, I, you know, I'm I'm calling more from the doom and gloom aspect, but the book, book, the fourth turning. But I just like to real, real quick say, now an outsider could be brought in as speaker of the house. Is that correct? Yes. Well, all right, but then I'd say, what about Candace Owens or what about Tulsi Gabbard? I, I mean, let, let's let's Never really throw a curveball in there. Like, let's have some fun. Yeah, I say never. Trump. You want you want to really make it a clown show? Never, please Candace. bring Trump. Donald in. Trump would never do it. He would never. He do it. It's beneath no. him. Yeah, he would never. Uh, he would never. And, do and it. He, he's got too many trials to go to. Well, but that would that would have to cease now. You in you in line of succession to the presidency. I understand that, that. would have to cease. All yeah. of that would have to cease. Oh yeah. But he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have two hundred eighteen votes. No, but he doesn't. remember, he doesn't. Donald Trump supported Jim Jordan, right? He did. Mm-hmm. He Scalise. supported Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And he supported Scalise. How's that working out for him? So maybe he shouldn't support. <laughs> I don't. I, I, well, what about Candace Owens? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna ever welcome her. Yeah, Candace recently took a turn, man, with Palestine. Yeah, I like Candace. Oh yeah, I I don't think she's ready for that. Yeah, Candace, she's not ready for that. The the power and the third line in succession to the presidency. No, no, 
No, she's not prepared oh, for that. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. Well, we, we had Kevin. We had Kevin McCarthy, who is a puppet for Frank Luntz. And you guys all know who Frank Lutz is. I know he is. I met Frank Lutz. Okay, that's a piece of garbage right there, guys. That's that's someone who sold the American people the contract with America in 1984, running off the pro momentum, and they knew none of that was going to pass. There was never going to be a balanced budget amendment. There was never going to be term limits. It was all lies. It was Duke Gingrich and Frank Lutz. It was all lies. We all know that, right? That's that's Kevin McCarthy's, what do you call it? They live together, right? It is roommate. Yeah, hey, Jay, true story. Uh, when I was state representative, they had us come all go out to this event with uh, Frank Luntz in Rosemont. Uh, were you there? I was there. You remember when he? I came was a run- tier one target. You remember when he came running out of the room because I was off the charts talking? I do remember that. Yeah, he came in and said he's never seen the numbers off the chart like that. When I I was giving my presentation in front of the people, nineties and above, mm. black, white, wow. Democrat, Republican, because you know why? I understand how to articulate a message to the people. Mo- removing the party. That's why. If I, that's why I wish we could go. We could if 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 we could ever get to a point. If we could ever get to a point where we had to run not based upon party but policy, mm-hmm. conservatism wins every time. It's truly yep. tried. Conservatism will win out. The problem yep. is, we'll never do that. That'll never happen because the two party system, the uniparty now. In, in my, I do believe, Dennis. Would you? Would you be? Would, 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 Eight people voted with Democrats to oust Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. No, but people are not they were patriots. That. Yeah, people are not no, talking No, they're about patriots. That. Now, if you need eight votes, they are rhinos. Right. People are not talking about that, though. Right. We it's, don't... Now it's okay to vote with the Democrats? Yes. So, let me yeah. know what's right when and wrong. When it serves your purpose, Correct. Oh, it there is. We go. <laughs> oh, there. See? When it serves your purpose, See? yes, it's great Thanks, to, Jay. to vote with the Democrats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's only when it serves your when purpose. When it serves your purpose. So, I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. This whole rhino talk. I Guess what? I want to win, folks. Well, you better go be the speaker. Because <laughs> guess what? You Kay, <laughs> Kay, you and I probably agree on 60% of the issues. Yeah. You could win somewhere in Chicago. I couldn't. Because of my, because, because of what title. I believe in and okay. what I believe and my policy positions. Yeah, I don't but know. I, I think your title alone will kill you in the water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Being a Republican, that's going to take you out. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Give us a call, 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. Um, Dennis, I, I heard a line in Joe Biden's speech when he when he addressed um, America on the world, and I didn't get it. I want you to hear it and tell me, do you understand this, what, 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 he's, what he's alluding to, what he's trying, what is he trying, trying to tie in together? Um... Listen to this. But, but, but. No, no, listen. You know, just as in World War II, today patriotic American workers are building the arsenal of democracy and serving the cause of freedom. Do you hear it again? You can play it again, John. I have no idea what he's talking about. Just as in World War II, today patriotic American workers are building the arsenal of democracy and serving the cause of freedom. Is he saying we're headed to, he knows we're headed to World War II? Yeah, it, it, you know, I, I did hear that when he spoke, and it, it brought me back to the, the thoughts of my grandparents um, in pre-World War II. Yeah. And there they are getting ready to 
um, become uh, in the na- uh, uh, soldiers and uh, sailors and and you know having the my grandparents and grandmothers go to work and and factories and things and so it, it sounds like uh, America better get its act together because it better start producing enough ammunition and rockets and bombs because when you have a war in the Middle East and you have a war in Eastern Europe, then you have a lot of work to do. And that's without keeping an eye on uh, the South Asian Sea when you right. look at uh, Indochina and, and Taiwan. So, But do we have the right... I'm I'm uncomfortable with Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Biden, um, being in the position of power and making those decisions because I know he's not making those decisions. And if he's not truly making those decisions, Dennis, because I don't think he's all there mentally, why not enforce the 25th Amendment? Because you don't have enough people that are prepared to go ahead and do that. And so, as you've seen with other Democrats being elected, that don't have all their faculties um, around them, that they'll take anything over any Republican while Republicans are busy fighting amongst themselves as to who's conservative enough. And what we have done is enable the Democratic Party to move forward, to move their agenda, and instead of taking gains and building on them, we're prepared to destroy the party and listen to Republican. They don't call themselves Republicans. I've watched, I've listened. I've looked at some conservative commentators, and I'll say they're abandoning the Republican Party because we all can't get around Jim Jordan. A few weeks ago, it wasn't Jim Jordan that was everybody wanted, right? Yeah. What about Byron Donalds? Yeah. Uh, are we all going to get around him? Steve Scalise I wasn't good Scalise. enough. Well, he's a swamp monster. Yeah. I don't whatever that I, is. No, I wanted him before I wanted McCarthy last time. Actually, but I'm, I'm just saying. But again, McCarthy had to cut a deal. So that he could get elected, but again, he set he, himself up. He did, and you let one person decide to overturn an entire House of Representatives, then that's what ends up happening. And they called him on it, and now we are in chaos. And the President of the United States is gearing up for war, and the Republicans still can't lead. Who's that candidate? You think? Who's the, who? Who could be the candidate? I don't know if there is a candidate right, right now. So does Byron Donalds have enough support? I don't know. I don't know enough about the caucus. Uh, that's where I think a representative boss, a representative LaHood. That would be historical. Would, would Donalds. Be, Donalds would be very never had a Never had a black Speaker of the House, right? We hmm. have not. And, uh, you know, looking at post-Reconstruction era, I, I think he is. I've met him, as a matter of fact. I, I met him been. in DuPage County. He was out here speaking to a uh, group of. Uh, folks at Christmas time last year. Yeah, I remember. Uh, he went to Florida State, so you know I'm a big fan of Florida yeah, State with my boy. son going there. He also went to Florida A&M. Oh, really? He did. Uh, so he, he's been to an HBCU. He's, he's got a very storied career. Uh, but as I told you, mm-hmm. he does have criminal convictions, right. or uh, they were expunged. So I'm sure that if that if he as he moves forward, that will be brought up, and right. and I'm sure that will be an How long obstacle. ago was that, though? Uh, two thousand. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Two thousand and two. No, I'm just saying yeah. is that these are looked at as you know they never right. go away. They know. But, oh, uh, you know, I know that people <laughs> right, and so people know about it. But at the end of the day, Republicans have to leave because they control allegedly one third of our government, and so they need to step it up. We need to get the, the world is in chaos, and we have to lead. So I, I don't know. Quick who, questions yeah. for us to think about, real quick. Um. 
But why would anyone want that if they could easily be recalled if as soon as they vote one thing or do something or do something? One person doesn't like. That's the first. And then my second question, because I know this selective service have come up with Biden. Right. Right. People talk about selective service. So my question is, if selective service is put back into play, will he throw the migrants into the play into play of having to go? And transgenders. You mean asylum seekers? Uh, really quickly, I want to go to this call. Dr. Cliff, That's this is question. an inflection point. you got about a minute. <laughs> okay, hi. I do agree with Biden on one thing. It's an inflection point, but we have a very different definition. Um, so I'm, I'm making my comment out of left field or right field, that instead of everything being politics, including, quote, the, the conscience, we have to move into a deeper place and start looking deeply within in terms of finding what is correct, what is right, what is wrong, you know, the deep things instead of everything being run by social pressure and uh, political party. I love it. Is there any way to do that? Not if money is still in existence. Dr. Cliff, what type of doctor are you? Well, one, an apopathic doctor and psychotherapist and a family therapist uh, here in Chicago. Oh, I love it. I can see that. And so a little bit of of a number of things. And I've been researching this for many years going back to uh, before people were born, maybe 1989, called the still soft voice. There is something actually pretty well proven in my research that there is something deeply within each person that goes way beyond party, beyond politics. And it does get to, well, what's the right thing to do? Right. Hey, Dr. Cliff. Form a conscience. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm, can you give my, your number to my producer? Yeah. I'd love to have you on the show. You have such a calming voice. Yeah. Oh, that's nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to have you come on the show, and, and, and because that's a very interesting topic. Dennis, did you want to say something? No, I, I, I agree. Is that mm-hmm. this is what I guess what the doctor said is what I've talked about in a different format, which is it's governing. When do you make an adult decision, put your big boy or girl pants on, and say, I have to, this is the best thing for our community, for our state, for our country, for the world. What am I doing that makes the difference? And yeah. you have to then choose to rise above politics and do what is right, not yeah, how what to go is easy. Within to find it. That's correct, and that's where yeah. elected officials get caught up. Exactly, and it's difficult because if you run in a two-year cycle, like I have a yeah. number of times, you you're always on the next election because it's right around the corner. Yeah. So, Doctor Cliff, I'm gonna hold you. I'm gonna keep you on hold. Okay, excellent. Uh, pl- please happy. get my number, um, your number to my producer. I really appreciate it. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM five six to the answer. I'm John Anthony. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the Troublemaker. I mean, <laughs> the Troublemaker original. Maker. The original Troublemaker. TM1. Right. TM1. Oh. <laughs> and the prosecutor. Um, Tracy Person. That's her name. Yes. She talked to Boss. It's her podcast. Mm-hmm. Let me see. What, I'm looking for the name of her book. Uh, like I said, I grew up with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking. Were we talking to the break or do on? We were talking in the break. So Tracy found her son suicide as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up with her. 
Okay. And we both know uh, you. You were in. You met her. Yeah. Last she gave week, you a book. We spoke at a youth suicide awareness event on the south side of Chicago. Really. And um, she shared her story, and I'm like, oh wow! And I just heard her strength, her yeah. tenacity, yeah. just the way she stood to tell what happened, and she was so strong throughout that yeah. whole delivery process. And I'm like, wow! And I thought of you. Yeah. And it didn't click because I didn't say Mimi. Yeah. She, so she, she would have known me by Mimi. Right. And she gave me this with no hesitation. Yeah. Like she was like, here, yeah. give him my book. Yeah. And I'm surprised she didn't put the two and two together. Though. She did not. And I didn't know I was going to see you this weekend, yeah. but I brought the book with me yeah. um, to give to you. So I think she was in school with my sister. She's awesome. She's a very strong Oh, woman. she's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I sit and watch her talk to boss. Uh, you, if you know her story, I, I know the story. I, it ain't for me to tell. But I know I know her full story. Yes, yeah, she can. Yeah, yeah, she hinted on that too. I know right? her full story, and to come back from and everything that she's had to endure mm-hmm. and to come back, uh, Tracy Person, shout out, shout to out, you. Tracy. Uh, I was looking for the name of the book, but she's the CEO director. I may bring her on and have a uh, me and her have a yeah. conversation. She's the CEO at Good Grief for Living. Yes. So go ahead and follow her, at Coach Tracy. She's a life coach too. Yeah, she so, is. I'm I sorry. A card. I took a card. John, we wanted to talk about, uh, and I appreciate your guys. Sh- shouting out your friend there but uh we I, i'm looking at the call list here and oh wow Where'd in fact we got a couple calls coming in and the definition of a rhino you want to go there oh. i'd love to go joe there. from naples welcome to black and right yeah um so a rhino is uh someone that uh is a in congress that supposedly represents uh the republican party but they are for big government and for big spending that's what a rhino is. Okay. And there's a faction of them that kept, that uh, kept Jim Jordan out of there. And as far as who could who who I think might be able to win, I think Hearn from Oklahoma could possibly win. He has all the right uh, credentials. I'd like you to consider him. Yeah, I actually like his definition, but I think I think it's it's separated from what how man on the street actually label no I, what a and I, is. and i agree with you joe um and you're in naples so you're smart yeah <laughs> hopefully it's naples florida or italy um so yeah. what did you think about representative buck from colorado who voted to oust speaker mccarthy and then the man in the street calls him a rhino a couple weeks later does that make him a rhino or because the, the term rhino is thrown around quite a bit if we don't if certain portions of the republican party don't get what they want then that person becomes a rhino. But you can't win elections if we're fighting with each other because the the enemy of us are the Democrats, and they don't do a lot of public fighting. So, what's your thought on that? Well, well, I think once you know, once you put labels on people, it's uh, it's for their political gain. It's for their personal. You know, they have their own agenda on something like that. Uh, you know, to call him a rhino, I ha- I really don't have any idea what how he stands on a lot of these uh issues right he's a pretty but, conservative guy i don't think he's a very pro-trump guy who's that uh buck from no he's not Colorado. he was so, he was, was. And then but you know uh, thanks joe for the call yeah appreciate, appreciate it. it joe just that uh, the term rhino gets thrown around so much it's it, it's people within a party with different aspects and, and labeling somebody or trying to toss them out right. isn't benefiting anybody i agree and i think tom from Sherville is the perfect way to end the show what'd you say because that's basically what we just said. We did say that. You're listening to Black and White Radio on AM560. We'll be right back. 
Right now, we return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. If you haven't followed any of my, my social media pages, go out and follow at Black and Right Radio. Uh, please follow me on Rumble. I'm on Rumble. If you don't like YouTube, click Rumble, subscribe. Kay hasn't done any of those, I can tell, because I don't see any of her names up here. I do have I, uh, I do have those pages. Yeah, but you haven't followed my page, but that's okay. Every uh, time I hear that intro, I, I, just, I, just hear, I just think about George Michael. George that's Michael. All I can. Yeah. Do you remember that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Villan picks George Michael. TM2. Over Marvin Gaye. Yeah, no, George not Michael. over. I do like George Michael. I rock him at work while I'm in my studio. No, nothing right. wrong with that. He's yeah, right. But I prefer Marvin over right. George. Let's go to Tom from Sherville, and then uh, Tom, welcome back to Black and Right. Yeah, well, you. I, I like your show, John, because you were an elected official. Yeah. You know what it's like. Okay, if, the Republican Party is extremely diverse on a lot of things. Yeah, sometimes you have to team up with people who are either to the right of you yep. or to the left of you to get things done. Yep. If I was in the house and they were doing a vote on Jim Jordan and I was to the left of Jim Jordan, I would vote for Jim Jordan. So would I. Or if I was to the right of yeah. Because you got to get this done. You have to stick together and show the country that you can govern. Uh, that, that's, uh, that last part of your statement is what I've been saying. We have to show the, gov- the country that the Republicans can govern. We have not yeah, done. I, anytime, we've, anytime we've gotten the power, we don't know how to truly govern. Tom, are you going to run for Congress? I think you guys still have a Democrat congressman out there, right? Mervan? Yeah, I would rather have Jennifer Ruth Green run. She's I love her. far more qualified than me. You know what? You, you, you seem and sound very rational and very factual. The fact of the matter is the party is diverse. It you is. can't cast anybody out because you don't like exactly. a certain stance. It's diverse. I have to vote. I vote for Republicans all the time that are probably a little to the left of me, but it's still a Republican, and I don't want to vote for a Democrat. Wow. Amen to that, John. Wow. The dedication you Thank guys you so have. much, Tom. That is awesome. Uh, uh, Tom, thank you for that call, because that's you, really where we've been talking about for the last week or yeah. so. Uh, you got something to, you want to say? I do. Uh, I want to let you know, John, uh, that I am circulating petitions. Uh-huh. Not officially in, so okay. I'm circling petitions to run for state representative in the 45th district. As a Democrat? Not as a Democrat. <laughs> as a Democrat, it would be a lot easier. It I probably could would. raise a lot more money. Yeah. And I don't know if Speaker Welch would have it. He probably would, though. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, is that the seat was held by a Democrat, one term. She's chosen not to run again. I've received a lot of phone calls uh, and I've spoken with my wife. Uh-oh, that's more important. More important than anything else, and you guys are, all, this audience is well aware, so she has leukemia. Mm. Uh, she's in remission. Uh, she's getting better. We're going to be looking towards a stem cell transplant, so thank you guys mm. for all of your prayers and thoughts. Uh, and we're looking at circulating, and we'll see where her health is at, uh, and if it her health is okay, and uh, the good Lord wants us to go that direction, I think we may be running for a state representative in the 45th district nice. in an open seat. And so... Uh, as you saw, John, we still have a lot of support in, yep. in our township, in our area. You were there. Verlon was there. Yeah. Uh, My buddy Robert Allegra. It, absolutely. He was there as well. A lot of people you know. You met the mayor of uh, Bloomingdale, former yeah. well, colleague of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thinking about doing that, but I appreciate all the thoughts and prayers from the audience. Uh, you may not agree with me politically, but I know that you're praying for us. Yeah. Uh, and I will tell you again, 
that uh, uh, when people donate blood, it's very important. There is a blood shortage, and I would encourage you to do so. Really quickly, tell people what you work. What I they can too find am running for office. No. Look, you got, you got, you know, <laughs> okay, okay. Don't play the music just yet. Uh, yeah. BlackAmericanVotersProject.org. If you guys can go to the website, sign up for volunteering. If you can support, donate, we will truly appreciate it. And I look forward to doing more things out here. So look for me. All right. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, I want to thank my uh, Rumble, YouTube, Facebook crowd. Pistol Pete, thank you. Prosecutor, thank you. Kay, thank you so much. I know I gave you a hard time, but I really appreciate it every time you come on because you had a different, unique perspective. Next time, we'll talk about the migrants yeah, we and what you guys are doing. Yeah. Hey, guys, thank you. See you next week. <laughs>